0: Welcome, everyone, to Jimmy and the Hot Problems. Today, we're extending a very old episode by now that outside is cold in the winter to talk about the specific problem that there aren't many residential outdoor gathering spaces during winter, right? There's big places, like you can go to a stadium or, or something like that. There's um, lots of public areas, like for example, Holland and, and downtown has lots of, Holland, Michigan, by the way, has lots of like little areas you can gather. They have, they have sidewalks to melt the snow so you can walk around they have like public fireplaces so those are all public areas but residentially it's really hard to be outside in the winter and so that's kind of the the gist of the problem it's it's particular to you know cold areas of course but neil what kind of levers are you seeing for this
1: Uh, i sort of cheated and just had two mega levers so it's the weather and the preparedness for cold weather so weather being like the temperature the uh, precipitation and other things, and then the preparedness, it's your clothes and it's the spaces and your ability to manipulate the weather.
0: Yeah, so I guess one extreme solution, and I think actually China has done this a little bit, is to, you can't necessarily manipulate temperature that well on a massive scale, but you could prevent snow if you really wanted to. Um, Or you you could cause snow, you could seed clouds with snow. And th- those are both interesting in that one, it, th- without snow, you can move around a little bit more easily. Like, um, it's safer for people to be outside. Mm-hmm. And then, two, on the reverse side, if you increase snow, it opens up lots of opportunities. I mean, like ski lifts do this all the time for creating snow. Yep.
1: Yeah. And, and, and yeah.
0: Yeah. The ability
1: to manipulate the weather doesn't need to be macro, although it can be, it can be more micro. Um, and just create spaces where you're semi outdoors, but
0: it's a little bit warmer. What I'm curious about, I would love the idea of I don't know if like like just a like a greenhouse without a top. What if you could have this column of kind of I mean this is hard because heat just rises and, and bleeds away. But what if you could have like an open topped area that was somehow heated uniformly? This reminds me, I've been, I was looking on LinkedIn and to filter plastic out of rivers, they're doing these walls of bubbles that like push plastic up and towards the shore so you can collect it. And I'm wondering if there's some way to like trap heat, um, on, you know, to, from escaping out the top of something. Cause I love the, I think the challenge with, the real challenge here is you want to feel like you're outside without feeling the outside cold. And part of the feeling of being outside is seeing the sky. So,
1: so what's wrong with a a greenhouse with a glass roof? Well,
0: I mean, it does. It feels different to have a top on it. You know, like part of and you're right. A a greenhouse is a bright spot here, but not quite as extreme as what I'm going for. Mm -hmm. Um, And I like. I don't know that what I'm going for can be done, but I'm just thinking about this bubble wall that i've seen in these rivers it's fascinating right it's Mm -hmm. really interesting it's a real barrier to certain objects and it's kind of interesting to imagine if we could have a barrier for certain temperature gradients yep as well but um yeah so uh, another like the bright spot would be a a greenhouse for backyard right it doubles in the winter it helps you or in the summer it helps you grow food in the winter it's a place you can hang out Mm -hmm. i Feel like this should be more common than it is. It's very rare, I feel like. But it can be really warm in a greenhouse. Even on cold days. In Oregon on the organic farm, it was stunning how warm it would be in the in the greenhouse.
1: I wonder like if you could market it to cities and just get these big greenhouses that just go into parks during the winter. Would people That's use them?
0: Yeah, and if you could construct it rather cheaply. That'd be interesting. I mean, the challenge with the greenhouse, though, in winter is it's got to be able to hold snow on top of it, potentially. Maybe you could slope the roof really hard mm-hmm. um, or some other type of innovation. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Are these permanent structures you're talking about or temporary? No,
1: just they go in for the, you know, from from late fall into, you know, spring, they just get assembled in in, you know, around the playground for example
0: that's really interesting so i think one challenge with greenhouses is they're fragile expensive and take a long time to set up Mm -hmm. and so if you could push down any of those levers be very interesting right yeah so maybe instead of glass you use uh, plexiglass instead of you know, yeah, mm-hmm. those are interesting. So innovating in greenhouses is one way. I think another way is innovating in outdoor sports. So like skiing is exceptionally expensive. You know, can we make skis cheaper? Because mm-hmm. that I think, especially cross country skiing, that opens up so much great possibility yep. that you can really turn a lot of outdoor spaces into really fun areas Yeah, where you generate your own heat, right? Your heat manipulation is you just getting warmer. Mm-hmm.
1: Although there it's a little bit more of an individual activity, but you know, like ice rinks that's a little bit more communal.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: But but still well, the idea stands.
0: Yeah. I think an example now that I'm I'm actually returning to that greenhouse idea, I think the restaurant bubbles that we saw pop up during the pandemic are very much a bright spot in terms of the greenhouse. Like it's a, a small, tiny greenhouse mm-hmm. that's cheap to put up and durable and yep. safe. That's that's really interesting to think about yeah I think the pandemic offered us a really intriguing view into this well yeah it yeah. sort
1: of forced us into more you know being in open air environments as much as
0: possible
1: um, so then there were the, you know much more pushing into the the propane the propane heaters um, for outdoor spaces and and et cetera et cetera
0: yeah I wonder about. I think we sometimes talk about whether a problem should be solved, and I think this is one of those cases. I mean, I will say in personal experience, like winter in Michigan is very challenging um, because it's hard to be social. Mm-hmm. And I think that from an epi- epidemiology perspective, it would be beneficial if we could gather in larger spaces in the winter. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, I do I do think this is a problem that could use solving.
1: Yeah. I think there are some interesting solutions but a lot of it needs to doesn't need to be solved, right? I think ice rinks are great. Like let's let's double down on winter sports in wintry areas. And let let's try to make, you know, public spaces more usable year-round. Let's let's put up greenhouses around playgrounds. Um but, you know, do we need to have propane heaters heating the sidewalks no probably not i think that's a a bad use of resources
0: that's a good point so like let's more intelligently deploy resources here and and really focus on enabling gathering Mm -hmm. right i think a lot of this is one a lot of it's private right we're we're enabling private spaces um which fair you know they can do whatever they want but let's let's take a you know, leaf from their book and really double down, um, in in residential and public spaces. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think it's interesting. (sighs) Yeah. This is a hard problem to be honest. I think it's like, I did not solve this well when I was in Michigan, I'm much happier and much more active in, in Southern California. You haven't been there during winter.
1: Oh yeah, uh, you, you moved down. It's kind
0: of yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was beautiful in winter. I actually preferred it because there. I mean, there's to some extent there's a little bit of a problem as it's too hot sometimes, mm-hmm. and you get the inverse. You get inversion here, yep. um, but I feel like like Texas has that much worse, or or somewhere like that, or New Mexico even, where it's just you can't go outside during the day. Mm-hmm. But even then, it's it it's like better because at night, generally, it's really nice. Mm-hmm. Not true in Michigan, it's worse at night. So you really have no respite for a few months. Mm-hmm. And it's a hard problem. And yeah, I don't know. i I do think it is a problem uh-huh. but I'm not ugh, I'm not clear. I think you're right. Doubling down on gathering in public spaces is probably the way to go. And so what I'm curious about here is that brings up this challenge of seasonality. And how do you effectively for a parks department that's probably already resource strapped, how do you effectively deploy this? Right. And that I think becomes the question is how do you enable public governments to move more quickly on this? And then also, how do you enable, how do you make all this, all these solutions cheaper and easier to do? So like uh, cross country skiing, how do you make it easier to manicure trails? Like, how do you make it easier to convert? I only know of a couple places in Michigan that really put work in to convert a trail to a cross-country skiing trail. I think that's something that's, like, not a lot of people have given tons of thought to that would be really easy, low-hanging fruit. Or um, icing over, like, for example, Grand Rapids has a pond that they artificially create for ice skating, right? Can we make that happen more often? Can we do that in Holland and Zealand and, you know, Mm yeah, yeah so i don't know i think i think the lever to really push on is how do you make it easier to set up and tear down this stuff and make it cheaper to use right so can you instead of a greenhouse can you use these bubbles can you scale the bubbles up you know these restaurant bubbles yeah Mm -hmm.
1: yeah and and those are how cold is this problem
0: it's a lot colder than I thought, as in, well, or it's warmer than I thought. I don't know. I like this problem more than I expected. I think it's really interesting to think about cutting costs and um, like doubling down and increasing logistics. I think the setting up and tearing down of things is really hard. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just reading How to Hide an Empire and I talk about why the U.S. won World War II. And it was just sheer logistics. I think logistics is underrated. And I think fundamentally, this is a logistics problem of how do you deal with things seasonally, moving in and out, right? Mm-hmm. And and then also, how do you make it cost effective to use something for only three months of the year? Mm-hmm. And maybe the answer is you make something that can be used 12 months a year that has a small adaptation that allows it to be used in the winter, you know? Um, yeah, what about you?
1: Yeah, I actually really like the idea of sort of the greenhouse bubble idea around parks.
0: Yeah, I... Yeah, I kind of want to try that. I mean, there's, there's some failure cases that are not great where it gets really hot. You know, sometimes in December it gets up to 60 or 70. Yep. In Indiana, at least, not so much for Michigan. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's an interesting one. Hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. If you live in a cold area and you have some thoughts, tell us kind of what you do. Um, our contact info is in the show notes. And of course, if you have an urgent problem that you've thought of in this, you can check out the problem hotline that's in there. You just click on it and it pulls up um, an SMS text for you to send to us. So thank you so much for joining us. We really hope you enjoyed this one.